We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sal Capaccio takes you behind the scenes on Buffalo Bills game day with Sal's All Access. Watch it live on WGR's Facebook page. Sal's All Access presented by Duncan. America runs on Duncan. Welcome back to WGR Sports Talk Saturday. Zach Jones along with you for the next hour and a half or so. Syracuse, by the way, they're playing Clemson right now. Clemson ranked number five in the nation. Syracuse, their first 6-0 start since the 80s. They've just tied up the game 7-7. Syracuse, by the way, ranked number 14th in the country. But we are going to flip ourselves over to hockey. Where on the Wester hotline, Joe Yerden of Noted Hockey, he joins the show. Joe, how are you doing today? Good, sir. I'm doing great, Zach. Thanks for bringing me out to the old Don Cherry music, too. That's pretty sweet. I, oh, Corey just has some spectacular bumps. He had an open today, too. Bangers I just, only. I, I forgot I was hosting. I just I was like listening to the song, and I'm like, no, no, no. We're just gonna we're gonna carry this for two and a half minutes. But oh, yeah. good times. <laughs> but Joe, man, I mean, we're, we're having a good time with the Sabers so far. Three and one. They've got a winless Vancouver team later tonight. Ten o'clock Sabers after dark. Love it. And the vibes around the team, they have stayed good. How are you feeling at the start of this, This, I, I guess, another hot start for the Sabres? Yeah, this is this is a little bit more interesting than, I'd say, any of the hot starts we've seen in the past. I mean, you know, we think back to like the 10-game win streak a few years ago, that hot October they had where Carter Hutton basically allowed only one goal, and then, you know, the wheels came off in both those situations. This feels different because, well, the talent level is a lot better uh, Rasmus Dahlin is a monster right now. He's he's unbelievable, uh, and Eric Comrie's been very strong in goal. So this is uh, this is shaping up to be pretty good. Because honestly, there's a handful of guys where you know they're having they're having slow starts of their own, but hasn't hasn't affected them, hasn't hasn't gotten in their way in any way. So this is this is nice to see. I've got a few guys. I mean, you mentioned them right there, so I'll just go in order. But Rasmus Dahlin, of course, he breaks an NHL record for. A goaltender start with four goals in his first four games. Is it just a hot start? Is this kind of the new Donaldine we should expect, where he is just an offensive force? I mean, can he, you know, keep it up? You know, what's going on with him? Well, the funny thing is, we, we've not seen Donaldine have a start like this uh, ever in his Sabres career. Each of his four seasons kind of got out to slow starts. I mean, some of them lasted a few months, uh, which I mean, you know, hey, that's that, those were very unfortunate times, but. Uh, but Darlene, everything about what he's doing, his, his attitude, his, his play style, 
everything is is different than what we've seen in the past, and it's all for the better. Uh, you know, the the offensive stuff. Obviously, I mean, he's he's excelled at that always. Uh, but this is different. He's finishing his shots now. It's not just you know setting up, uh, you know, getting assists and getting second assists. This is this is him putting the puck in the net himself. So that's that's really good to see. And the defensive side of things, man, he's he's physical now. You know, before he used to, I mean, he was getting hammered on constantly. And that was always an issue. But now he's the guy delivering the hits. Like, he, people are gunning for him still, but, like, he, he's, not, he's giving it back to him. Which, I mean, geez, if there's something that's going to endear you to all the fans in Buffalo, it's feeding guys their own lunch back to him. And that's what Darlene's doing. And he's being kind of a jerk about it, too, which, I mean, listen, that's a guy after my own heart. Me and Corey, in the, in the first segment, we opened up the show, and like one of the things we said about Donalene is he's he's kind of a pest. He's annoying. Like he he really he doesn't shut up. He's in people's faces, and he's got the talent to to hold it up. And it, I I went to the the Florida game, and and while the Sabers lost, it's their only loss on the season. I mean he he looked like he wanted to fight everyone on the Panthers. It was awesome. Like the crowd got into it. It was great. The other guy yeah. you mentioned getting off to a hot start though, Eric Comrie. I mean he was considered. Very much an analytical darling signing. It, it was something that was very exciting because he was a guy. He had what twenty seven starts in Winnipeg before signing with Buffalo, and and so far he has been spectacular. And maybe the one negative thing for the Sabers that's kind of been eye popping, the amount of shots they 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 allow on that, but he has just been spectacular. Yeah, he's he's been so strong. I mean, even uh, I mean the Florida game they lose that game, but geez, he he played awfully well in that one too because. They were giving up odd man chances all over the place. They really, he had a he had a rough night that night, but it was just because of the amount of work that he that he had to deal with. He saw a ton of shots against Calgary. He saw a ton of shots against Edmonton, but you know, in in both of those situations, it was really a lot of score effect stuff. So you know, you get to that third period and you know, you're you're riding a one or two goal lead, maybe even a three goal lead, and you're just kind of like, yeah, we don't even need to push it right now. But the other team's going to come after you, and that's that. That's what certainly what Edmonton did. They you know, they pile up twenty plus shots in that third period. You know they still came away with the loss, so good for the Sabers. And you know in Calgary, I mean, they, just, they ran all over Calgary. So I I, I can forgive the, the the wild shot numbers if it continues. If they hit a you know if they hit a you know a bump of the road and the shot numbers are still pretty rough, then I I think that's a, that's a reason to be concerned. But we're talking what four games, five games into the season right now. I'm not sweating it too much just because they they, they played so well otherwise. Speaking of playing so well, JJ Paterka, he has been very much a bright spot in this young season. Four points in four games. I I, I want to say yeah, he's had one point in each game. He's looked very much like a veteran, not really worried about the the NHL's pace, which is something that the preseason he, he was a little dicey on. He didn't have a great preseason. So how, how do you feel about J.J. Paterka's start? But also, kind of on the flip side, the other rookie, Jack Quinn. I mean, he got effectively benched for Hinestroza, who he himself now almost looks undroppable for the assist numbers he's putting up. He's been one of the best five-on-five guys for the team. What do, you, what do you make of the two rookies so far to start the season? Well, in Paterka's case, he's, he's found a real bond with Dylan Cousins. Uh, those two have worked so so well together, and we saw it. What was it? I think it was the Ottawa game uh, where they had that give and go. These are Ottawa Florida. I forget which one, but uh, but they had that give and go play against uh, one of the defenders right in close. I mean, they, that was basically from the top of the circle in, and it was just a you know bang bang two passes and Paterka puts it in the net kind of play. And those two have just really fed off of each other. It's you know it's Cousins doing a lot of the physical stuff. He's a puck hound. 
Paterka is the speed guy. He's able to get away and get behind defensemen uh, and create problems that way. That's been a really nice thing to be able to see. And, you know, Paterka is thriving on it. And so is Cousins. I mean, Cousins may not have all the points and whatnot, but, geez, it's the same thing as it was for him last year where he's playing so well. It's just not really getting rewarded. Finally got a goal the other night, which is good. Quinn's case, you know, I – it's a little conflicting just because, you know, he, you know, he wasn't really a big factor the first couple of games. He didn't, you know, wasn't generating a lot of shots. You know, he wasn't, you know, he didn't crack his way onto the power play you know, out of camp. So, you know, there's, there's some work to be done there, but if he stays in the lineup and he's playing, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 minutes a game, is that any good? I, I don't know if that really helps him out you know, at all, at all to do that. So, Taking him out, yeah, it stinks to see because everybody's expecting has very high expectations for him. You still do, Um, but I mean, geez, Henestrosa just grabbing it by the grabbing the bull by the horns and and getting in there and stirring stuff up and you know piles up a bunch of assists. That's great, but figuring out a way to get him back in the lineup, it's going to be interesting because because you need somebody to kind of peel off and and you know maybe have their own kinds of struggles, but or just you know hey listen you know maybe Paterka slides for a couple of games and you say okay Jack now's your turn get in there and see what you can do and just kind of play it that way. Cause these rookies, listen, they're going to have bumps. They're, there's going to be times where it's not going to look so hot. And that just happens. And in Quinn's case, it's unfortunate because it happened right off the bat. Now the next five games, I've looked at the schedule. I've looked at it maybe too much, at least to start the season. They finish on a really good run here to end October. Of course, they've got Vancouver tonight, Seattle to finish out the West coast trip. Montreal, Chicago, and Detroit. Are we looking at the way they've played and kind of the way that they're really they're hammering teams and they're really going after them? Should Sabres fans kind of start to expect maybe a bit of a win streak here, or is this kind of looking a little bit where it's like, all right, they'll probably you know peter off a little bit here against some teams that are maybe closer to their abilities rather than the the Edmontons and the Calgarys of the world? This is it's certainly hopeful. It's very hopeful because uh, you know Seattle. I, Seattle's playing better than they have than they did last year. Matty Benyers looks fantastic. Uh, Shane Wright got his first goal the other night, so that's so that's interesting. They're, you know, they've got an interesting group. Still not great. Their goaltending's still rough. So, you know, if you want to play, pick the Sabers. You know, if you want if you want to do that, uh, I would certainly say they beating Seattle's the way. Vancouver's going to be a tough one tonight because it's their home opener, and they had some really hard losses on the road, so they're going to be fired up. Uh, so I'd be a little bit, I'd be ready tonight. Obviously you gotta be ready for every game, but, uh, but, the, but I'd be ready for a different kind of Vancouver team tonight. Uh, in Montreal, I mean, geez, Montre- Montreal's playing fun. They've got their own sort of Sabres vibe thing going on there. Uh, cause Marty St. Louis has changed that whole, that whole thing up since he, since he came in last season. So that, the talent level is still not great. Don't get me wrong, but they're, they're, they're playing above their heads and they're playing pretty strong hockey and they've done well against some good teams. Uh, Chicago, I mean, geez, Chicago, <laughs> Chicago beats Arizona by a bunch the other night. People are just like, Oh geez, they look okay. And I'm like, settle down. Anytime you, you throttle Arizona, I got to say pump the brakes and, Unless you're Toronto and you lose to Arizona, and that's just kind of like, well, that's, that's just funny. But, um, but it's it, the, the Detroit game is the interesting one to me because I really like the way Detroit's played this season, and they're going to be very tough. Uh, they, you know, I, I look at them as, you know, them and Ottawa got had a lot of hype coming into the year because they made a big, you know, bunch of offseason changes. Detroit's pace looks really good. They've got a ton of talented young kids there too. So, 
it's interesting. This division could get turned on its head in, in a year or two with, with the way some of these teams have, have set things up with the, with the young guys they have. Before I let you go, I, I do want to get your opinion on something. Me and Corey, in the first segment today, we were talking a little bit about some of the issues for the Sabres. We've talked a little bit about you know the shot volume they're letting up, and it's in, and, you know that's kind of something that they can maybe figure out. And it's the first four games, it's not you know panic yet, but the power play for the Sabres has been very uh, dicey, is probably to say is probably the best way to put it. They give up the puck a lot. Mm-hmm. They're a little sloppy. Their penalty kill has been fantastic. They have a lot of shorthand chances. They've been very aggressive. But what do you make of some of the struggles they've had on the power play so far to start the year? I look at the power play as it, this early in the season, it's always a work in progress because these teams, they practice the special teams all the time. Every practice during training camp had, this, had the power play getting worked on. You're trying to do different things. You're trying to work on it, but it's a lot of in-zone work. Uh, the problem the Sabres have had is getting into the zone. Uh, the, you know, the, the, you know, we've seen the, the return of the drop pass entries and, and teams are so scouted for that stuff to begin with that it's hard to get away with that because, because teams know if you can lay back and just let those guys come at you and you just kind of casually forecheck at them, they're going to drop pass it. And the forechecker is the guy you're trying to get out of position. Well, they're not getting out of position and teams are just lining up three guys in the blue line waiting for you to, to try to, you know, go into the zone. So there's there's some there's some things you have to tinker with and they're always tinker with stuff in the power play i i, I give power plays a little bit of time just because you, you need to work it out usually it's the opposite usually the power plays blow up in the first you know the first few weeks because teams don't have their pk down very well uh this has been the opposite which is a little bit weird but uh but i mean i would take solace in the fact that the pk has been pretty good and the fact that they're using some of their faster guys that have skill to kill penalties like Middlestat, I mean, that can make a big difference. I mean, geez, the, the goal Casey scores the other night was just, I mean, that was electric. That was, you know, just the, that's the kind of thing you want to see. People call it the power kill, and that's, that's why they call it that for a reason, because if you can score goals, you know, being down a man, boy, oh boy, you can really scare some power plays into making mistakes with, with that kind of ability on the other side. On the Wester Hotline, Joe Yurden of Noted Hockey and the Maintenance Day Podcast. Joe, before I let you go, what do you got coming up? I mean, the Sabre season, now it's in full swing. NHL's going on. What's happening for you? Yeah, we got, well, like, Noted Hockey, obviously I'm doing a ton of that, ton of Sabre stuff there uh, with that. Uh, gonna, you know, it's Hey, listen, when there's games and there's stuff going on, I'm going to be writing about it, working on stuff all the time. Uh, also at Bleacher Report, doing, doing some fun stuff there. Uh, broke broke down the uh, the reverse retro jerseys. I know people love that stuff, but uh, broke those down one by one, one word each. Uh, recently on there, so that's that's fun to do. Uh, and maintenance day every every week uh, with uh, with Lance Lasowski from the Buffalo News. So we're uh, keeping it busy over here, man. It's it's a lot of stuff, but you know what? I love it. Love it. It's 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 so good to be back and doing this. Awesome. Love it. Joe, again, thank you so much for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Enjoy the Bills bye week. Got game tonight, though, of course, at 10 o'clock, so it'll be a late night, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I to gotta go find a way to get to, get some caffeine in me or uh, or take a nap. I got to get a pregame routine down at some point here, Zach. This is... Uh... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. It's, it, it is brutal. I will tell you, though, we're not really in golf season, but a golf nap on a Saturday, that'll get you going until at least 3 in the morning. I'm telling you. I, I might have to uh, I might have to take that one up considering these uh, these ten o'clock starts, man. It's we're not even out there, and it's it's tough on this side because that game's not going to be over till like one a.m. Yep. It's a total grind. Joe, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for coming on, man. 
Appreciate the time, Zach. Thanks so much. That was Joe Yerden of Noted Hockey and the Maintenance Day Podcast. We're going to take a quick timeout and we come back. Love is blind season three, baby. I'm, I'm all in on trashy reality television. i got to talk a little bit about it. When we come back here on Sports Talk Saturday on WGR. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.